Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Um, I don't know why I start every episode that way, with like a cheesy little intro. I just uh, never thought of another way to do it. Today we are talking about episode 1323, Joe Rogan's conversation with Andy Go. Go. Hmm, not sure how to say his last name. My apologies, Andy. Um, this poor chap was attacked by some Antifa guys, and maybe gals, who knows, they're wearing masks, probably guys, sorry guys, but probably guys, and uh, was injured, according to him, quite severely, with some permanent damage, and it's rough. This Antifa stuff is confusing and strange, and Joe and Andy get into it. And really kind of break it down. So, without further ado, let's start this review. As I said, Andy was assaulted during an Antifa event. And for those of you that are not too sure what that is... Antifa, like really what it stands for and what they get on up to. Uh, Joe gives it a good breakdown and Andy fills it in quite nicely. So I have far more of an understanding now about this kind of group, this radical group that comes together, sometimes incites violence, pretends to push against fascism, but may also be slightly fascist in an ironic turn of events. And, uh, you know, Andy's not exactly a white supremacist. He's not exactly the type of person that you would think would be assaulted by Antifa people. Um, he is Korean, and he's a, a gay man. So, you know, that doesn't exactly tick the boxes of traditional white supremacy or, or the traditional kind of enemy of what Antifa should be, but what he did do, being a journalist, is wrote some articles that weren't exactly all that positive towards Antifa, though he's just kind of reporting on what he's seeing and what he understands, and that put a target on his head, and also a milkshake, and then eventually some fists. So, rough one for him. Not not good, no bueno. He hasn't decided yet, though, if he's going to head back to these sorts of events to report on it. Joe kind of advised him against it. I think that's a good idea. He should be advised against it. It seems far too dangerous. The payoff doesn't seem that important. And at the end of the day, unless he's completely obsessed with this subject matter, being a reporter, he could go report on something else. Something a little safer, maybe. Antifa overall, from what Andy was saying, was they're not well trained, you know, they're not when it comes to their, their attacks. And Joe was saying that too. He goes, anytime I've seen videos of them, it, it goes, it, it doesn't look like they actually know how to fight, unlike the far right that are heavily armed and probably would know how to fight, that it would be a, a pretty vicious war for them. Um, but yeah, the, the Republican side of things would fuck Antifa up for sure. 
my money would be on them. And I'm not trying to show any bias, but, you know, that's the Republican ends a more aggressive end of things when it comes to war and and supporting the military and owning guns and that sort of thing. So it only makes sense, kind of goes with that. Joe made a really good point about, like, you know, showing the differences between the two sides and his real concern that... Antifa will get so out of hand that the right will say, you know what, fuck this, step in and try and squash it with force, assuming that the cops won't do anything. And that's when you're going to get deaths and real injuries, two sides fighting too hard at each other in the streets of the US. It's just not the direction we want to go in. And that the fact that Joe brings that up is a really good point. He asks how well organized Antifa is. That's a question I wanted answered as soon as they got into their conversation because I thought, okay, well, you know, Andy's talking like this organization is very dangerous, like they're going to cause some major problems, but what are they? You know, what what are they? How do they organize? How do they connect city to city? Do they have a leader? Do they have a doctrine that they follow? Andy is somewhat vague on it, but it has some answers. He said there's different factions in different cities. There's no real leader. Some professor wrote a book uh, that is kind of used as as kind of their manifesto in a sense. But really, what they stand for is reasonable, right? Even Joe points that out. You want to fight against fascism and and at least on that point. Like nobody likes fascism. But then how they go about it is not cool. It's far too aggressive, far too dangerous. It's just nuts. And it's definitely getting a little out of hand, at least with the most aggressive factions of them, the people that are attacking people, for sure. There needs to be some more research, Andy says, about how they operate. People need to look into it. And I'd say, yeah, for sure. With a dangerous group or a group that is starting to show some really violent tendencies in some areas uh they they you know people need to know how they work but there is some organization they certainly have some money people are getting bailed out when they're getting arrested and uh, that shows that there's some money coming in they've got support and and they know how to move it around for certain members which is quite interesting and you know really how much power do they have at that point with with the donations and money and and the rest of it. And will it lead to a death? And if so, how long? I think that was Joe's major concern. Seems like Portland is the worst place for this as well. Uh, A lot of these anecdotes were coming out of Portland, which is uh, why up there? I don't know. Very liberal place, I guess. Or just a, a big mix of energies. Not sure. But the real shame here is that Andy left this whole situation with what he thinks is some permanent damage, uh, permanent brain damage in a sense, some CTE issues that he's struggling with from the concussion that he um, had after the attack. And that's really awful. You know, someone that is, is it's a, you know, I mean, that's a serious fight for someone that's never going to fight. He's not going to know how to defend himself. He's not going to know how to move away or even how to react, how to get, you know, the people in his line of sight, so he's not taking any more hits. Who knows how many shots he took? 
he was probably very confused and can't remember anyway. And being that he is a you know smaller stature guy that seems like a gentle soul and again has not been in a fight then it was easy pickings i mean they just went after the weak it's not like they're going to attack any big guys who look aggressive this is just cowards and bullies um attacking people and that that might say a lot about their crowd you know about the whole crowd i don't know i'm just guessing here but i mean that it doesn't bid well for them i mean they're certainly not winning me over they're not making me think oh i'm sympathetic to this group i'm thinking that group is pathetic yeah, it's a tough situation all around. I, I really do feel for the guy, especially being a reporter. The press should never be um, pressured like that. Press should never be pressured. They should never be pressured to feel like they can't go to an event because there's a target on their head and people are out to get them. He said that he's taken threats since the event, saying if he goes to any others, people are going to attack him. And I think that's just horrific. It really is. It's so sad that any group would say that. I mean, imagine if this was switched around and this was like white supremacists attacking a reporter and then threatening them. It would be a no-brainer how you would feel about it. You would think it's awful, they should be stopped, this is horrific, and they should be prosecuted for this attack. And in the same way, it's it's got to be said for uh, the, the Antifa crowd. Hopefully they will get someone in and and get them arrested and they should be held accountable you know for the assault i'm not saying the whole group maybe there were plenty of people there just peacefully protesting and they should be allowed to and that's fine but the the violent few need to be taken out and and people that are not helping out and not condemning it really need to question how they're going about things yeah it, it was a it was a depressing kind of conversation but it was worth listening to because you get to learn about this new faction of people and how they're behaving Anyway, guys, thank you so much for downloading. Check out the Andy Go Nigo uh, podcast. Uh, follow me on Instagram at the Joe Rogan Experience Review. And uh, there we go. He messaged me there. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace.